It's the next level. You need a plan. I want to be on the radio. He wants to be on radio. But to be on the radio, you have to have a voice. You have to have some verbal ability. You hardly ever say a word. I talk. This is ridiculous. I don't understand. You need to grow up. Is that Pat? No way. Oh man, I love that guy. We'll put no more tears on the label. But it does make you cry. I know. Now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the Melting Pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to the Melting Pack. Here's your host, Pat Joplin. Why, thank you, Jerome. Hey, friends, welcome to the show, the Melting Pack, here on the Next Level Network. Today... Full disclosure, I did a weird, like, Trump sniffle right when I started, because I do a little test to make sure the microphone's on and working, and then 10 seconds for tone, get the room, and then get the noise out, hopefully, and I did a little, like, Trump uh, inhale there, (laughs) and could I have left that out? Could I have just not told you that? Sure, but it wouldn't be me if I didn't tell you something that you did not need to know on any level, so there you go. Happy Halloween, everybody. Is that a good way to start? I don't know. Uh, Yes, we actually have a show Releasing on Halloween. Now I know every year I do the same kind of uh, format of a show for Halloween. Uh, I ask you your favorite candy and your favorite costume and all this other stuff. But this year I decided let's do something a little different. I don't know why I decided it. Maybe because I just recorded, you know, 24 episodes in four days. I'm not sure. But I figured let's do something different and have a little fun. So I decided to ask you your favorite TV special, Halloween TV special. We got a bunch of those. I watched them all, and I'm going to talk about them as best I can. And uh, we'll do a little bit of baseball, World Series recap. It is all over. Bummer. But uh, yeah, we'll get to that. Um, Let's see. Is that it? Oh, we have a song from Much Better, of course. They have a themed track for us that uh, Charlie and I did talk about playing. I think, I don't remember when. It was either when he was here in, uh, well, not here, but on the show in April or when we did our Twitch thing like two months ago. I don't remember, but we talked about it, and I'm like, yep, I'll play that on my Halloween show. It'll be great. And, of course, I will tell you, uh, I will will ramble and rant at you about people who leave their lights on for safety. It's It's got a deeper meaning this year, folks. Folks, I don't know why I did that again, but there you go. I feel like I do that all the time. And uh, that'll be that. Then I'll let you know what is coming up for the show uh, over the next month. And yeah, get ready to hear, to get all the notifications from me. God bless you. There's a snooze button. Don't worry. You can hide me forever if you'd like. I don't care. But anyway, today I decided to ask you about your favorite Halloween-themed TV episode, your favorite Halloween special. I was going to do movies, but then I realized it's a lot more work to watch a bunch of movies and uh, take some notes on them than it is for TV shows. So I decided, let me do that. Maybe in a year when I'm not um, recording 24 episodes in three days, uh, I'll do that. I'll I'll think about that. I don't know. Also, I was going to do the Blair Witch Project, um, but then I remembered that uh, our pal Greg Almeida from Here's to You and Vista and all this stuff that he does, he was on 
And he said he loves that movie. I said, hey, we should talk about it. And uh, by the time I remembered that we had agreed to that, I didn't have time to both watch the movie and get him in to record it. So, And I feel like that's not exactly... It doesn't have to be a Halloween movie, right? I can watch that. That's a fall movie, isn't it? Right? Am I wrong there? What do you think? Anyway, um, so I decided that the TV things would be easier for me to watch, even though there were 10 of them. Um, yeah, I feel like watching 10 episodes is either easier than watching 10 movies, right? If 10 people had said, uh, here's my favorite Halloween movie, then I would have had to watch that and do all that. So uh, yes, I am lazy, but uh, I think this is going to be a lot of fun. So our question for this week, now we're finally starting the show after five minutes of whatever that was. Uh, <laughs> which Halloween-themed TV episode, TV special, is your favorite? Our buddy Paul Williams, What Lurks Behind Podcast Zero. You know the one. You know Paul. He says, my favorite Halloween-themed episode can only belong to one Halloween with the Adams Family, Season 1, Episode 7. Thank you very much for that, by the way, Paul, for being so specific. So it was easy for me to find. Originally aired... October 30th, 1964. So I watched that uh, today. Well, I watched them all today while I was getting my stuff done. I was going to say maybe I shouldn't admit that, but uh, even if my boss listens, there's nothing that can happen to me work-wise because I get all my stuff done. So there you go. Yes, I watched all 10 of these today. So <laughs> I had a great time doing this, by the way. Um, yeah, so if you've never seen it, and I have seen it, it's been a while, but I have seen it. Uh, the Adams Family is getting ready for Halloween and hosting people, trick-or-treaters, and uh, they're all decorated and all that. And it turns out that the people they invite in to celebrate Halloween with them are bank robbers. And uh, it was a really fun episode. So if you have not seen it, I'm going to try to put it in the show notes. I, was, I, I watched it on YouTube, so um, had a couple of ads. I know, I know, but I didn't have to pay for it. So that worked out for me. And they went bobbing for crabs, and they played hide-and-seek, and there's a big money drawer in the Adams family. Uh Den, I guess, living room, wherever they were, and uh, Lurch is my favorite, I think. I guess in terms of people who speak on the show, because Thing is obviously a favorite, right? And the Adams Family, just popping up everywhere, grabbing stuff, taking stuff, fantastic. But Lurch is great, uh, just like mumbling and groaning, he's fantastic. Um, but yes, they invited in people to celebrate Halloween, and it turned out they were bank robbers. And I wonder, though, did they get that money back? Sorry, spoilers if you haven't seen it. Uh, I guess I should have told you to pause and watch it. But yeah, the bank robbers kind of empty the money drawer from the Adams family, and then they get arrested almost immediately. And I wonder if the Adams family got their money back. That's what I need to know. Paul, do you, Paul, you know. Let me know if, uh, if the Adam maybe they came back in the next episode or something. I don't know. But uh, if they got their money back, I would like to know. But thank you, Paul. Uh, Lauren says, for the first time since it's airing, The Great Pumpkin will not be played on network television. The only streaming service is Apple TV, which is the one service no one even has. Well, that and Quibi, oh, too soon, too soon, I'm sorry. But yes, it's The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, will not be on network TV. And I just got really, well, of course, that's a great special, right? And I watched it, even though, as we've discussed on this program, Linus is a jerk. And uh, yeah, you think he's a fan favorite. Ah, we talked about that. I'm not going to go into it again, but... Um, yes, great special. Enjoy it very much. Bummed out it's not going to be on TV. I do end up watching it all the time, or every year it's on. But now, um, I'm not going to, because I don't have Apple TV. I mean, I watched it already. But anyway, um, what was I saying? Oh, yes, that got me bummed out that the Christmas special will also probably be on Apple TV. 
and I'll have to find a way to get to that too. So yeah, God damn it, Apple TV. That's what I got to say. Thank you, Lauren, for that. For I don't know. And I'm just mad, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Christina says the Garfield Halloween special from the 80s. Seriously, my husband and I watched the uh, watched it all by ourselves last week. We have six kids. Well, first of all, that's amazing that you watched it uh, just because it's really funny. And it is. Second of all, kudos for finding time with six children. <laughs> Although I guess if they're going to in-person school, maybe. But I feel like Christina commented about virtual learning and says they're all doing that. So I don't know. How did you find time with six children, Christina? I don't know. Should I even yell that? I'm having getting ready to have like one. So I don't know what's happening. But anyway, thank you for that. Yes, I watched this this morning. Uh, well, I said that already. I watched them all today. Uh, so Garfield and Odie are trick-or-treating because Garfield saw on TV that... Uh, you can get free candy. He got excited. He dressed up as a pirate. He and Odie dressed up as pirates, and uh, they're wandering a neighborhood, and he looks across the river and for some reason decides that it's a good idea to go across the river to find more candy. I don't know what kind of neighborhood this is <laughs> that he can't, uh, <laughs> that he didn't hit enough houses in his uh, on the mainland <laughs> that he had to go across a river. Um, but yeah, he comes. they come upon a strange house, uh, with uh, a man played by James Earl Jones, voiced by James Earl Jones. Uh, James Earl Jones, I should say. Yeah, James Earl Jones tells them about, uh, hey, 100 years ago today, these pirates were, uh, they said they're coming back for a treasure 100 years, and that's today. So that I didn't make sense of that. But anyway, yes, there were ghost pirates and a ghost ship, and uh, why did you have to cross the river to get candy? I don't know. I don't know. But it was a very funny special uh, enjoy. I love Garfield. Uh, just very fun. Enjoyed it very much. Thank you, Christina. The video for that will be in the show notes. Um, and like I said, I'll try to put a bunch of these in there as, as best I can. Uh, Jen says, The Simpsons Treehouse of Horror Season 5, Donut Hell, is my favorite of all of the Treehouse shorts. And if you're wondering which one that is, that is Season 5, Episode 5. You can watch that on Disney+. Plus, or I'm sure it's been playing on FX or FXX or whatever uh, over the last several weeks. So, I mean, I had never seen it because, again, Simpsons was a no-go in my house. So there you go. But I did watch this. I enjoyed it. Uh, Donut Hell, the one Jen is referring to. So it's broken. It's three, um, like, shorts in the episode. The first one is uh, Donut Hell. Homer sells his soul to the devil, who is played by Flanders, for a donut. There's a trial. Uh, the jury is like Lizzie Borden and the 1976 Flyers and... Uh, all this and like Blackbeard the pirate and all this and they're all crammed into the living room and uh, well I won't spoil it for you I know it's like 30 years old but I don't like to spoil things if I don't have to although I spoiled the Adams family thing up there but anyway uh, the second one was called Terror at Five and a Half Feet uh, Bart has a nightmare about the school bus crashing and then of course he's on the bus the next day and he's freaking out and everybody's like dude you're nuts what are you talking about it's fine it's like dude there's a gremlin and um, yeah there was a gremlin Nobody believed him. He got locked away in a loony bin because uh, the bus didn't crash and everybody was safe. So there you go. And the last one was uh, Dracula, Mr. Burns, vampire. And then everybody, Lisa was like, dude, he's a vampire. What the hell? And then, well, you know where it goes from there with vampires and Dracula. No, uh, the Belmont clan was not involved. I was bummed out too. I was bummed out too. But there you go. <laughs> that was The Simpsons. Thank you, Jen. Uh, Drover says, last man standing. 
the one with the two Trumps. So that's season six, episode five. I think it's just called Trick or Treat. So this one was, and I love this show, as you know. Uh, Mike didn't want to do a Halloween party anymore. He's like, this is dumb. I don't want to do this. So he tells everyone, hey, dress up like your family members, act like your family members, and basically crap on each other all night. And Mike, of course, dressed as Trump because uh, Trump's family to him, that was the joke. And then that gave us this line when Chuck showed up. You can't be Donald Trump. Why? Because I'm black? No, because you're not orange. (laughs) Mine is ironic. Yours is uh, tribute. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, The episode is great. That show is great. It's so good. And it's ending after this season. I'm bummed out about that. But hey, 17 years for Tim Allen combined on sitcoms on network TV. That's pretty good. Um, And Home Improvement is coming up next right here. So yeah, but The Last Man Standing, act like each other, dress like each other. And uh, we'll see if this ends the Halloween tradition. Spoiler, it did not. But there you go. Um, Last Man Standing's had some really good Halloween episodes, as has Home Improvement, as our friend Dale suggests. In the same vein as Droford, I always loved the Home Improvement Halloween episodes. Big part of my childhood. Obviously, they weren't as funny as the Treehouse of Horror episodes, but going with 90 Simpsons seems like a cop-out because nothing compares quality-wise. Fair. And I based that on watching exactly one Simpsons Treehouse of Horror, and that was this morning. So <laughs> there you go. I'll say my favorite Home Improvement Halloween episode is the one where Sean Hunter from Boy Meets World plays Brad's rival, and they end up scaring him. The show was always better when the boys were younger anyway, the dynamic was more relatable when the kids were wild, uh, were wild animals, sorry, that Tim and Jill struggled to control. And uh, by the way, that's episode, uh, or season two, episode six. Um, and it is really good. So the Taylors have built, well, Tim has built a haunted house in his basement because Brad's having a party and his girlfriend, Jennifer, they're like, hey, we're going to do a couple's costume. And then Jennifer's like, nah, I'm with uh, Danny now, who's played by, uh, Ryder Strong, Sean from Boy Meets World. Fun fact, Jennifer was Wendy on Boy Meets World because, well, Boy Meets World and Home Improvement filmed on the same lot. And so, yeah, that's why you'll see some crossover. Um, so, yeah, she was Wendy on Boy Meets World and then jumped to be Jennifer on Home Improvement. And uh, they all decided, hey, we got to scare Danny here, Ryder Strong. He's like, I'm not scared. Forget you guys. And then uh, you know, a headless Al Borland will uh, scare anybody, I would think. So <laughs> so there you go. Fantastic. Thank you for that pick, Dale. Much appreciated that I was able to walk down memory lane on that today. Our buddy Lockjaw says, uh, leaving out the obvious Simpsons, I will say that the community episode with the zombies has become a favorite that I watch every year. Makes me laugh every time. And that is, uh, wow, also season two, episode six of Community. And um, I had never seen Community before I watched this episode. I feel like maybe with a little bit of context, if I knew who any of these characters were, uh, it might have been a little funnier. I, like, I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. But I might have understood some, uh, some backstory things here if I had seen the show before. But somebody bought bad meat, and everybody who ate it uh, got very sick and became a zombie, and they're all chomping on each other. Abba's playing the whole time, because why wouldn't you have Abba playing at a Halloween party? Uh, the army shows up for some reason. It was like radioactive, something or other. You know, you buy cheap meat, you never know where it comes from, right? And apparently the army roofied everybody at the party. And um, again, I would start naming character things that happened, but 
I have no relationship to those characters, so it wouldn't make any sense to me. I'm sure it would to you, and you're, sorry, Lockjaw, if you're pulling your hair out, like, what about this guy and this thing? I'm sorry. But I have no connection to them as of yet, so I should probably watch Community. I think that's the lesson in this one. I'm not sure. But they were zombies at a party, and uh, it ended up being a lot of fun. I enjoyed it very much. So I'm sure I'll enjoy some more Community action if I can get on that. All right, thank you, Lockjaw, for that. Gertner says, that 70s show... When they go to an old abandoned grammar school, season two, episode five, by the way. Um, yes, this one was, uh, well, Fez experiencing Halloween for the first time. And <laughs> he's like, wait a minute. So you go up there and they just give you candy. And they're like, yeah, dude, what what the hell? They try to explain it to him. He's like, oh, no, I don't believe you. <laughs> and, uh, of course, he's, I've, I've played the clip on this show before. He shows up to the uh, to the door and gets an apple. He's very upset about that. Uh, they, the gang decides to go to their old school. It was burned down by probably Hyde and, uh, they find their permanent records. And of course they go through them. Cause if you found your permanent record, wouldn't you go through it? Wouldn't you want to know what your teacher said about you when you were a kid? Right? Maybe. I don't know. We also had some flashbacks to when Kitty was pregnant for the first time and, uh, they were having a Halloween party and they found out and, uh, Kitty's like, Oh, Red, I'm pregnant. And he goes, Oh, no. <laughs> and then he he coined the term dumbass, and that's a good foreshadow for the rest of the show because that's, you know, that's Red's thing. If you've never seen that 70s show, by the way, highly recommend. It's on Netflix in the U.S. as far as I know. Isn't it still, right? Probably? Sure. Um, <laughs> and also the permanent records. Um, it turns out that Eric got Hyde in trouble. Hyde's like, man, that's when everybody turned on me, labeled me a bad kid. What the hell, Foreman? Uh, Hyde finds out Jackie's middle name, which is Beulah. They find out that Kelso is 18 and could have bought them beer this whole time. And there was a good line. He's like, oh, well, there. Hyde was mad at Kelso. Like, dude, you could have bought me beer. He's like, well, Foreman uh, made you the bad kid. And he's like, yeah. And if I had a beer, I'd be getting over it right now. <laughs> man, I love that 70s show. What a great episode. Oh, man. Thank you. Gertner for suggesting that one. Fantastic. Supreme Elijah Wan, so he suggested two, and normally I would just pick one, but uh, his show is Bob's Burgers, and I love Bob's Burgers, so I, of course, watch both of them. Uh, he says uh, Full Bar, Season 3, Episode 2, and The Hauntening, Season 6, Episode 3, are both delightful treats, the equivalent of enjoying your favorite Halloween sweets. Thank you, sir. Yes, if you don't know, Full Bar's is um, the episode where the kids want to go trick-or-treat alone, which means that Bob and Linda get to go to Teddy's party, which Bob is, of course, really excited about. Uh, so Louise, Jean, and Tina go to Kingshead Island, where the rich people live, and they get all the full candy bars, they fill their bags, and then they run into, uh, well, teenagers, essentially, who are going to mess with them, called the Hell Hunt, and they have to get away from that and uh, save all the kids from getting hit with pee balloons and all this and meanwhile at the party at uh, teddy's party he spray painted everything in his apartment uh, orange and black for halloween including his guinea pig francis and it turns out somebody stepped on francis killed the guinea pig and uh well uh, then it becomes a whodunit and teddy's mad at everybody and then it turns out that bob did it rolling on the floor to get into his big costume so uh yeah so that happened at teddy's party and the hell hunt and uh <laughs> Man, that show is so good. And The Hauntedding, again, season six, episode three, 
case you want to watch these. It's on Hulu. Um, Bob and Linda say, hey, we're going to make a haunted house scare the kids. And Louise is like, I'm not scared. Forget you guys. And decides, hey, let's scare them instead. They do. And then they get stuck in this creepy house, which belonged to one of Mort's clients. And, of course, Mort is the mortician, the uh, the funeral director. So that means it belonged to a dead person. And so, uh, yeah, they're stuck in there and all this weird stuff's happening. And it turns out everybody's in on it. And they scared the crap out of Louise. They got her real good. And um, then we ended on a music video, as, mo- as a lot of Bob's Burgers uh, big episodes do. Boys for Now is the band. I love you so much, it's scary. And I'm going to find that and try to put that in the show notes because it was hilarious. Loved it. Thank you, Supreme, for those picks. And finally, McLegend says the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And I hope these are the ones you're talking about. If there were other later Halloween episodes, those are not the ones that I watched. My bad. But all you said was the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Should have asked them, but I didn't. Um, it was a two-parter, which I forgot about. Season uh, season one, episodes eight and nine. And um, this is on, where is this? HBO Max. So if you got that, there you go. Hillary having a Halloween party. And uh, everybody is going to go to the mall for costumes. Will and Carlton, obviously, are competing for dates. As teenage boys do, Hillary's like, dude, you need dates for the party. Otherwise, you know, uh, <laughs> basically is what she tried to do. Uh, so they all go their separate ways and say, hey, come back here with your costume at whatever time. Uncle Phil gets sucked into buying a bunch of fancy gadgets. Aunt Viv gets pulled in by the guy who's like, hey, you want to record a song? And of course she does. Uh, Ashley and Hillary get caught shoplifting. There are a bunch of flashbacks and cameos. And Carlton ends up winning the bet with Will as to who would get a date to the party. And of course, the woman who he is, uh, <laughs> who he brought to the party is a shoplifter. And so that kind of loses it for him. And there was a waitress at the mall, a couple scenes, and Will's like, man, I'm so bummed out. And she shows up dressed as Cinderella to save Will's evening, winning the bet, winning the party. So good. Ah, fantastic. I love at the end, by the way, just a funny thing, maybe just for me, that the trick-or-treaters came. Again, it's the day after Halloween, and uh, Ash is like, why'd you guys come so late? And they're like, we were watching Matlock. (laughs) I just thought that was fantastic. Um, And also, this seems like a good place to mention that when I did this Halloween special episode on my live show, I, of course, had a bunch of Halloween-themed tunes. Um, Can't get away with a lot of that now, but... I wanted to play for you a short clip. It's like 12 seconds or something. Um, I would play a song by the Fresh Prince, obviously, and DJ Jazzy Jeff. I don't know why I think it'd be obvious to you that I would play this song, but uh, Nightmare on My Street's what it's called. And that one, it always kind of transitioned so smoothly into my next intro bed, which was the Halloween theme. And so I want to play it for you. Again, it's like 12 seconds. I just always thought it was fun, and it's one thing that I miss about not having, um, well, I guess, a royalty agreement, (laughs) so that I can't play a full song, and nobody important listens to this anyway, so I think I'll be safe. If not, Ben, send me the bill. Um, I don't see why John Carpenter and or Will Smith would have a problem with that. Do you? 
I don't know. In any case, thank you, everybody, for weighing in. This was a lot of fun uh, with your favorite Halloween specials. I might do this again sometime. This was really cool. Um, yeah, wow. I watched all these Halloween specials, and now I'm amped. Now I'm ready to go. Kind of bumped out that Halloween maybe canceled. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It's a weird, a weird time for everybody. Just be safe, all right? Um, okay, so we do have a song from Much Better and then some sports stuff to wrap the show and all of that. But, of course, I, ha- I can't get out of the Halloween show without doing this. So, every year on Halloween, there are people who leave their lights on and do not give out candy. Now, I know, I, Pat, you do this every year. Yes, I do it every year because it still happens every year, right? People come up and, uh, hey, trick or treat. Oh, sorry, don't have candy. Lights on for your safety. Listen, pal, it's Halloween. Even if you do not celebrate Halloween, maybe you don't have kids or your kids are older or you just don't do Halloween. That's fine. Not everybody has to do things that, that uh, we all enjoy, right? You, everybody's got different things to do, right? So that's no problem. If you don't like Halloween, that's all good. But you should know better because you know when it's Halloween, kids are out trick-or-treating, you're going to the houses with the lights on because if your light's on, that means you have candy. So what you're doing when you leave your light on and do not have candy, you come to the door because obviously somebody knocks on your door, rings your doorbell, you're going to see who it is. and uh, Or maybe you won't. Maybe you'll just stand there or sit there watching TV going, ha <laughs> ha, nerds, or whatever you would do, being a jerk. Uh, so you go out and people are like, hey, trick or treat, give me some candy, man. It's going to be awesome. And you don't have candy because you're a jerk and you're just crushing their dreams. And this year, because a lot of places have canceled their Halloween festivities because, well, we're still in a pandemic and people are like, well, we're getting into the second wave. We're still in the first wave, folks. All right. So just um, just don't be stupid about it. OK, that's all I'll say about that for now. But uh, yeah, so. You know, kids are uh, maybe a little bummed out. They don't get to do all of the normal things that they uh, that they would do. So, if your neighborhood is having trick or treaters, if you're um, if you're okay with it, I guess if you're doing it safely and all that, um, or maybe not you. If if other people are doing it safely and all that, and uh, and you don't want to participate for one reason or another, turn off your light. All right, unless you're getting food delivered, I guess. Although that's kind of tricky. Like, get it early. I guess that's the recommendation there. But yes, do not leave your light on for safety. Plenty of other people will have their lights on. The street lights will be on. And kids have phones with flashlights. So it's different than, you know, 20 years ago when I was a kid and streets were sometimes super dark. And like, we don't have that problem anymore. Not me, but uh, kids don't have that problem anymore because, well, they have phones and you know they're going to have their phones and they will be able to... uh, Light the way just fine without your little porch light being on, all right? So, very simply, if you don't have candy to give out, either you aren't giving out at all or you're out of candy, turn off your light, lock your door, and uh, don't crush anybody's hopes and dreams this Halloween, all right? It's been a weird year. We don't need your nonsense anymore, all right? Well, not this, but every year, but especially this year, all right? All right, I need a minute. Need a minute to calm down and collect myself. If you don't like sports, then after this, uh, that's all. But uh, yeah, tomorrow starts 30 days of me yelling and screaming and doing whatever it is I do with this show. So be prepared for that. If you subscribe to the show on your favorite thingamajig, um, you'll get an episode from me every day in November. So 
be prepared for that, I guess. I don't <laughs> like uh, it's all a whole bunch of different topics uh, strewn about there throughout the month. So um, get excited, maybe something to look forward to. I don't know. Um, in any case, <laughs> here's a song from our friends. Much better. A seasonal tune, a festive tune. I love it. Becoming a part of the tradition. How about that? I don't know. Um, it is from their latest EP for the kids. Stream that now. Do all the things with the stuff. Here is Hocus Pocus here inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. you have it my thanks to much better that song hocus pocus it's the melting pat next level network that is from their latest ep for the kids uh much better band i believe dot bandcamp.com it's all gonna be in the show notes you know the drill um so there you go with all of that i like that song you know a quick one but gets the job done as it were i don't know that's what she said Woo! i like the song it's a halloween show it's halloween themed so there you go. My thanks to them once again. All right. If you don't like sports, this is your cue to leave. Thanks for hanging out. Not a lot today, but, um, you know, World Series, and we'll do a little baseball, and then that will be that for the show. So for everybody else, we are all done with the baseball season. What a bummer. But uh, the bummer is that the season's over. The good thing is, first of all, that they got through the season because there was uh, – the hopes were not very high. How about that? They had outbreaks at the beginning of it. They didn't know how many games they were going to play. And even then, once they got that sorted out, how many will we actually be able to get in? But they figured it out. A 60-game sprint, essentially, was won by your Los Angeles Dodgers. Yes, congratulations. Finally got that damn monkey off their back. It was a fun series. A little bummed out uh, that the end of it was kind of um, stymied by an overmanagement. You know, you got your ace dealing. He's uh, His pitch count's good. And for whatever reason, you're like, nope, numbers say this. Or maybe you're just like, ah, let's get him out of there and bring in a struggling reliever. And then that uh, blew up in their faces. And that was it for game six. Um, or I don't know if it was the manager or the front office, because a lot of times the uh, the manager is a... Puppet's the wrong word, but an extension of the front office, and a lot of those calls come from the suits in the press box and not the guys on the field, so I don't know. But, all right, I'll stop short of saying uh, nerds are ruining the game, but <laughs> that's almost what happened there. I don't know. But anyway, congratulations to the Dodgers. I think the Rays will be right back in it. Um, again, very young team, very good team. They just need to get their offense uh, into that next gear 
and I think they'll be fine. Um, also, we learned, let me just say this real quick, Justin Turner seems like a d right? Like he had an inconclusive test on, um, let's see, the game was on Tuesday. I think he had an inconclusive test that morning, and then they found out during the game that, hey, he had a positive test, and so they pulled him from the game, and of course they won. Everybody's on the field celebrating, you know, the team picture, all that. And they were like, dude, you got to stay here. You got to isolate. You're positive. You're going to get people infected, right? It's a pandemic. You're going to get people sick. Like, what the hell? And he's like, nope, going out there. Forget you guys. So he went out there, took off his mask, sat right next to his manager, Dave Roberts, who, by the way, is a cancer survivor. So not a good look. And uh, the statement from the league or somebody was like, well, he uh, willfully ignored all the protocols. I'm like, all right, well, why didn't someone, why couldn't someone keep him in a room? Like, why would you let him overpower you? Did he trick you? Did he go, hey, look over there. And you turned around and then he ran out the door. Like, what happened? How did you, how do you not keep, like, I understand it's a bummer. Like, you can't be out there with your team. You want to be out there to celebrate the championship. You just helped your team win. But it's a pandemic. You got to think about this stuff, right? And I understand in the moment, like you're not going to be clear headed as it were, but someone has to be an adult in that situation. I would think someone has to be, uh, I guess the law for a lack of a better term. And it's like, Oh, nobody could stop him from going out there on that field. Well, everybody should have, he should have his manager should, his team should have the somebody, somebody or, or a group of people should have stopped that from happening. But Yes, an investigation is uh, apparently ongoing, so we'll see what happens, contact tracing, all that. Um, and I was going to praise them, the uh, the league, that is, that, hey, we made it through this whole thing without a positive test, but then on the final day, yeah, one came through. So I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know what's going on. Um, have not read anything today, so sorry. I can't give you the most up-to-date information, but had to point that out. Um, let's end this on a happier note, shall we? For the Dodgers, Clayton Kershaw, finally a world champion. All that stuff about he can't win in the playoffs, he can't pitch in the playoffs, over now. He did it. He's the best. Big fan. And I love how they cut to him, like he was in the bullpen during the game, and they cut to him after, and the look on his face was obviously, you know, excited. But I feel like it was more relief. Like, Jesus Christ, finally, people stop giving me and recognize that I'm the goddamn best. Maybe he didn't think all that. Maybe that's me. But uh, <laughs> also about time for Dave Roberts, who for years has been, well, he's a great manager, but he can't get his team over the hump. He can't get his team to win the big one. Well, that's over now too. So there you go. They did it. Congratulations. Mookie Betts got us free tacos again. So everybody won, except well, except the Rays. Sorry, Rays. But they'll be back in it, I'm sure. So there you go. Baseball's over. Bummed out about that. And we're into uh, one of the weirdest off seasons I think we're ever going to see. So there you go. Also, oh, this came up this morning, or this afternoon, rather, uh, in some baseball news. Steve Cohen has been approved to become the new owner of the New York Mets. And basically what that means is they are going to spend all of the money. So uh, Vito's very happy about that, our resident Mets fan. Also, Mr. Uh, Matt Ibanez, very happy about that as well. Um, yeah, I'm not because, uh, everybody, uh, well, the owner of my favorite team, the Phillies is, um, pretty much come out and said, he's going to be pinching pennies for some reason. But, uh, yeah, Steve Cohen's going to be like, here you go, JT Riamuto, here you go. Uh, other pending free agents or other free agents. Here's some money. 
come play for the Mets. And I think they, uh, well, if they're able to do what the ownership group wants to do, and that is, you know, spend all the money, get all the players, and I think they're going to do pretty well next year. But we shall see. Um, sometimes that doesn't always work out. So there you go with that. That is your baseball for today and the NFL game of the week. I'm not going to do a whole thing on this because, well, Halloween show and all that. But the game of the week for week eight, the Rams at the Dolphins. Um, the Rams are good. They are. I'm just going to go out and say it. Uh, they're a good team. The Dolphins are starting a rookie quarterback, and as, as exciting as that is, as good as he is projected to be, it's his first NFL start against a very good team. So give me the Rams with the win over the Dolphins. Um, I think this uh, this Tua kid on the Dolphins is going to be pretty good, though. So we shall see. Uh, I'm not going to put him out there in line for a W against uh, against the Rams in his first ever start. But who knows? Who knows? He could surprise us all. He could make me look like a dope. So, <laughs> so there you go. Oh, man. There's your sports stuff. There is your show. My thanks to everybody for hanging out today, to everyone who weighed in, who suggested a Halloween show for me to, well, I didn't know I was going to watch them all for this, but that's what I ended up doing. So essentially, yes, thank you for suggesting a Halloween episode for me to watch. And that was so, so wonderful. All right. Uh, all of our stuff is at thenextlevelnetwork.com. What lurks behind Podcast Zero, Panels of Pixels, The Spotlight, TFT Nerdcast. I believe uh, Ben is doing 30 Days of November as well with some of his favorite episodes from Spotlight and I think some new ones as well, or maybe that's after. I forget. I read the thing the other day and now I didn't write it down. I didn't copy it into the notes for us to read. I don't know, whatever. So there you go. All that stuff, thenextlevelnetwork.com and facebook.com slash the, or what is it? The Next Level Podcast Network on Facebook. Is that the right? I don't know. I'm ever at the melting pad. That's what I know. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and .com, 209-867-7638. Send a text. Leave a voicemail with your questions, comments, concerns, observations, and, of course, corrections. My thanks to Much Better for the tune, and that, I believe, will do it for the show. Yes, tomorrow. Oh, boy. Tomorrow starts. November is National Podcast Post Month, so old Pat has decided we're going to do it. 30 episodes in 30 days. Most of them were recorded in uh, mid-October, so... No, I cannot take suggestions. It's already they're already ready to go. Uh, tomorrow, I will tell you about my fa- one of my favorite holidays as a kid. And on Monday, I'll tell you about the time my high school sent my mom a very troubling letter. The rest of the week, I don't have it in front of me, but those are the first two I know for sure. The melting pat everywhere. Um, snooze me for thirty days if you're not ready for all that. <laughs> but there you go. Yes, I'm very excited about this. To uh, Well, it was really fun to put together, so I'm excited for you guys to hear it. And um, hopefully, it's a good thing. They're good. They're fun. I don't know. Hopefully, they're uh, entertaining for you, and it's not just me yelling at you uh, once a day for the next month. But anyway, there you, <laughs> there you go. All right. I am all done. I got to go buy candy and uh, probably get some dinner. So thank you so much for hanging out today. This has been an 8-Boiling Production. G-Loving Special Sauce with Cold Beverage. They're going to play us out as they always do. Philadelphonic.com for more from them. That, my friends, I think is it. Do I have to tell you anything else? I don't think so. I think I'm doing okay. Thanks for coming. Enjoy yourselves. If you're doing Halloween things, be safe. Wear your mask, social distance, all that stuff. And if you are not giving out candy, turn 
off your light. All right, there you go. That is our show. I think that's all. Whatever, it's fine. Um, <laughs> until next time, until tomorrow, or whenever you decide to jump back in here, I'll appreciate it no matter what. Have fun, be safe, thank a veteran, and of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. There you go. We're all done. You've been inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo, could I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. A sweaty ass as a lemonade will be nice. Stop a spice from the top to a VK. Got a vodka, a drink, but cross. Got the bait on the front porch. Yeah, I got some icing. If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming. Don't give me no work. Glass some ice and a dash of a It's martini time. Yeah, yeah, feeling gold. And bring your own beverage. It's me, so it's cold. I like cold beverage. Yeah, I like cold beverage. Yeah. Please fix me a large slice. Summertime is cold, the heat is getting old. Yeah, I have a beverage, space so it's cold. Cold, 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 cold. Need something from the bar? Yeah, I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. Uh, Cause I'm feeling kind of party. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. And the friend. Go girl work the cold one. Go girl work the cold one. What? Go girl work the cold one. Go girl work the cold one. Yo, where I'm fishing, let's keep one thing clear. The bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs in a big bag of ice. And you get to bite, but the brew tastes nice. Back to the ball. So every deck of reason I collide. Need a whole lot of them food drinks to catch me up. But I must tell you, I'm the Kool-Aid kid. My drink, please stick it in the fridge, cause I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. Uh-huh, I'm kinda thirsty. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah.